In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is born. Glorify Him. Each new year, the world searches for an experience of renewal. I feel it. I, I kind of like it. But the way the world does it is like a crystal ball. I mean, actually, I don't know if they still do this, but I'm assuming so. Because I go to bed very early now. But anyway, the world experiences this by dropping a crystal ball in New York City. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then, there's nothing really particularly wrong with that. But it's like the hope of like the renewal of the new year. But it's mostly based on... As I said in the email that went out earlier, like trying to get in better shape and save more money. Like that, you can boil like most resolutions down to fitness and finance. But for the Christian, it's our time to understand what Christ being circumcised in the flesh means for us. Because it's not a great feast, you know. We don't have like a lot of like fasting going up to it or feasting after it. It just kind of happens. And, uh, and then I'd say even maybe in a way more important, but along with at least as long with it is the renewal of our baptisms, like the considering what that's all about for us. So today's cynic Sarin, we heard the circumcision of our Lord shows us that he received upon himself a true body of a man and not just seemly, wasn't just like him appearing to be a man. 100% man. And uh, because later the heretics kind of taught that Jesus, you know, didn't take on like human flesh. God did not take on human flesh. Some other version. Our Lord was also circumcised because he wanted to fulfill the entire law which he himself gave to the prophets and forefathers. And then we have in St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, he said this, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and, hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world, rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Incredible. And you have the fullness in Christ who is the head over every power and authority. In him you also are circumcised and putting off your sinful nature not with the circumcision done with hands of men, but with the circumcision done by Christ. In baptism, you were buried with him and raised with him through your faith and the power of God who raised him from the dead. It's an incredible thing. The mystery of this is that God has taken on flesh so that we could put off the flesh. I mean, that's like, that's the mystery of the circumcision. That's like the teaching that God has become a man and taken on our flesh so that we aren't bound by the flesh anymore. That when, as he, much as he took it on and sanctified it, we can be like spiritual, not just earthly. It's not that the flesh is evil. It's just that we aren't just animal, which if you're going through like grade school and middle school now, that's the teaching. So what do we have? The fullness, like the truth. The gospel today, the reading prescribed, we heard about the Christ child at the age of 12 teaching in the Jerusalem temple, but remained obedient to his parents, increasing in wisdom and stature in favor with God and man. After about 30 years of a hidden life in Nazareth, Jesus revealed to the world and begins his public ministry, beginning with the baptism by John in the Jordan. 
And that is precisely the historical context of this coming feast of death. There are two purposes for the blessing of the grace of God upon the feast. First, we heard in the hymns, and we'll hear more. Let us the faithful prepare for the coming feast of the baptism of our Lord. Behold, he has put on flesh. He has put on flesh. And ask for the baptism of salvation so that he might regenerate all those who in purity have been illumined by faith, all those who share in his spirit. Second, another hymn we hear, in truth, Christ our God comes to be baptized in the Jordan and through his coming takes upon himself the cleansing of our sins. This hymn is based on the New Testament verse which reads, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. It's like the great exchange. God in his mercy and love for us will not leave us abandoned, no matter what we've done. Like, he just can't help himself, he loves us. We enter into intimacy with the Father and we confess our sins and walk with him. It's not against our will, but humanity has not been abandoned by God, even though we walked away from him and disobeyed him. And again, we even see this with the obedience to the parents, his parents, right? He went back and he was obedient to them after teaching the temple. That trait is like, for our disobedience, he's obedient. It's incredible. It's so much grace and love from the Lord. And what do we learn about grace and love is that it's enacted through humility. Through humility. There's no reason Jesus had to go be obedient to his parents. He made them. <laughs> Incredible, you know, but he's obedient. He's humble. He's humble to them and he's humble through the whole thing even to death on a cross And with that humility comes the glorification. So we sing it with about our saints the heights of humility It's like a reversal, you know, it's the depths of humility if you're doing it correctly like But when the Lord gets hold of it, it's the heights of humility So let's shoot for the heights of humility in the coming year, let's put off the old man, the flesh that entangles us, like the sinful desires, you know, and run with perseverance. So may the Lord bless you at the top of the new year for being at liturgy, you know, for starting the year in prayer and in communion. And if the Lord is merciful to all of us, we can keep that communion, you know. And if we persevere in that, in that mercy, we'll keep that communion. No matter what comes, like for us throughout the year, no matter what we face, for some of us, maybe our death, but no matter what we have to face, whatever difficulties come our way, whatever blessings come our way, whatever they are, that we would stay in communion with the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ is born. Glorify Him.